did you ever have a conversation where each party thought they knew what the other one was talking about? And then it turned out you were talking about two different things or worse. Each went away thinking you had agreed to something, but, but you had two very different ideas as to what that agreement was. Welcome to the world of accounts payable, where things are changing quickly and our vocabulary isn't always keeping up. Today, we're going to try and give you the information you need so this doesn't happen on your watch. Make sure you stick around until the end when we discuss the one area that has fooled more than a few knowledgeable professionals. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where you go for the latest business intelligence if you work and manage or have responsibility for the accounts payable and or payment function. Now, let's start with a question that's apt to catch up more than a few folks. Is AP automation the same as invoice automation? Can you use those terms interchangeably? The answer to that is is the truly annoying, it depends. Very technically speaking, and many involved in this do not adhere to what I call Mary's rule of the right way to talk about this invoice automation stuff. Invoice automation just refers to the processing of the invoice, and AP automation refers to the entire accounts payable process. But what does the entire process mean? Usually, different things to different folks. So make sure when you're talking to someone, especially if that person is a service provider offering an automation solution, you get a clear explanation of what that service encounters. Don't assume that because it said they're saying AP automation, it means one thing. It could not include a piece of the, of the puzzle that is very important to you. There's no right or wrong answer here. Just make sure everyone is on the same page uh, before you part with any money. Okay, let's move on now to an easier one. How do you refer to the folks who process and pay invoices in your organization? Accounts payable uh, professionals can be referred to in many ways. They may be called, obviously, accounts payable. They may be referred to as AP. The function may be referred to as payables. It may be referred to as disbursements. It may be P2P, procure to pay, and occasionally the plural, accounts payables. And if you are in the UK, you will he- frequently hear folks who work in accounts payable referred to as purchase ledger, a term we don't use in the US, but that's what it is. All right, enough of the, of the easy ones. Let's move on. What are instant payments? Now, this one can trick up more than a few people. Currently, in the United States, The term instant payments refers to payments made through apps like Zelle, Venmo, and Cash App. Other countries have their own version. For right now, these instant payment tools seem to be country-specific, but I'm sure at some point that will change. Um, Right now, they are only focused on peer-to-peer payments, P2P, which of course is different than procure-to-pay, although they are very slowly seeping into the business world. We're starting to see small businesses, for example, take Zelle and Venmo. With the introduction of FedNow, we expect more products of this ilk from the banking community and more products that uh, companies will actually use. Now, although they are marketed as instant, only sometimes does the money uh, arrive instantaneously. Sometimes it takes a little longer. The why and how for that is a subject for another talk. I want to make it clear to our business professionals who are listening that the following are not instant payments. Wire transfers, same-day ACH, 
and for that matter, classic ACH. As the name implies, same-day ACH will arrive on the same day. It will be there at the close of business, but may not be in your account if you check online earlier in the day. So don't think that, that it will be. It will be there same day, but not instantly. Okay, here's another easy one for seasoned pros watching this. What's an invoice? Although not really jargon, in my humble opinion, it's just a bill with a lot of details. Now, here's one that may trip you up in the technicalities. What's an ACH? Technically, ACH stands for Automated Clearinghouse, but in the United States, the term is used to refer to electronic payments that are made through the Automated Clearinghouse. These can be debits or credits, and as already discussed, they can settle uh, same day, or it can be uh, what we call classic or traditional, which typically set, settles the next day with same day settling the same day, but not instantaneously. Now, Let's move on. R, CEO fraud, email compromise fraud, masquerading fraud, all the same thing. All are names for BEC fraud, business email compromise fraud, where the criminal masquerades as a high-level executive, usually sending an email to a lower-level employee, instructing them to wire money immediately. They use a variety of techniques to impersonate the executive. And again, if you're talking to somebody about this, make sure you have a clear understanding because there are many different variations of this fraud, okay? And oftentimes, just as an aside, it is focused on the accounts payable folks. They are the ones who get that supposedly rush uh, email uh, requesting a rush wire transfer from the CFO. But as I said, many different varieties of this. And also be aware, it's not only for rush wire transfers. It can also be, they can also be looking for data, which they can then exploit and turn into money, which is what they're really after. Okay, um, let's see if you're on your toes. What's a 1099 in accounts payable? Now, hold on, you're probably thinking to yourself, I know what that is. It's a tax form. And you're right, it is an IRS tax form. And in the accounts payable space, though, we use the, form, the, the terminology 1099 for years as shorthand for the IRS form 1099-MISC, M-I-S-C. Uh, for there are many different types of 1099s. There's the div, the int, there's, I don't know, six or eight of them. However, since a, accounts payable was only responsible for issuing the 1099-MISCs, this shorthand worked and we didn't really worry about it until a few years ago. That's when the IRS brought back a form it had in mothballs, the 1099-NEC, which by the way stands for non-employee compensation. And um, what they used this form for was to split off some of the information that had been previously reported on the MISC. So now accounts payable has to issue two different types of 1099s, both the MISC and the NEC. And the and accounts payable must follow I, the IRS's precise rules as to which income, what type of income goes on which form. And at least at this point, they have different uh, due dates at the IRS. So it's getting it's getting quite complicated. Um, and also just to put in the back of your mind, not that we're here to talk about this particular issue right now, some of the states also have their own 1099 
MISCs or NECs. So that's another um, expansion, if you will, of regulatory compliance. Okay, the next one, let's, let's talk about one that sometimes gets people in, in, in trouble. And by the way, we're not talking about science fiction now. Remember, we're talking about accounts payable. What does the term portal in the APA, AP space mean? It's used by various people for various things. It can be the master vendor file. It can be an automation solution, which as you're aware, can be an AP automation solution or an invoice automation solution, or it can be a place where your vendors go to check their payment status, or it can be some combination of, of all of these. And in fact, some portals, some really sophisticated ones, in addition to all this other stuff, uh, also have the ability to do tin matching, OFAC checking, and other checking of this kind. So when somebody's talking about a portal, um, you need to get a very clear as explanation as to what the portal that they're discussing does, because um, as I hope I've made clear, all portals are not created equal. Now, aside from science fiction, as we said, portals are now all the rage as automation becomes a critical component at almost all accounts payable departments, regardless, by the way, of the size of your organization. And having a good understanding of what's included in each of these solutions you're comparing is just the tip of the iceberg. Right? tip of the iceberg. There are some very easily avoidable automation mistakes being made by far too many companies. We did a video on that very issue, which you can watch now using the link that has appeared on your YouTube screen and is in the description below. As always, I appreciate your thumbs up and your subscribes. Um, so a big thank you to every one of you who hit that thumbs up button.